Hey guys, so today you and I, well, we're not gonna talk at all. What we're gonna do is that we're gonna listen. We're gonna listen to me talk to my coworker Hong Xiao, who is an amazing developer from China. And he's going to tell us a little bit about his experiences and his career path up until, well, where he is today. So hopefully you'll find this interesting. Let's listen in. I like to think so. I, I do. I do. I really. I mean, I just assume that the reason why people want to want to listen to me jabber on about programming things was because, hey, you know, he says some stuff that might be useful or that can be sort of interesting. But apparently, according to you, it's about it's about different stuff. It's the, about the satisfaction of, of the eyes and ears and stuff. <laughs> You see the, the thing? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. All right. Cool. Okay. Yes. I, I will. I will. I will. I will admit that. But you see, I tried to add some music to this, uh, to a few of these videos that I was making a while back, or I've been making them for a while, and people absolutely hate it. Like they absolutely like it. it, it I've never ever, or during the entire time I've been making these tiny little videos, had more comments liked ever and they are all comments such as the music is too loud the music is bad etc 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 so you have bedroom music all the time yes okay and because i wanted to try it out right this was kind of the idea for me i was thinking okay i've been making videos and some people said that all right it would be nice if you touch them up and i thought okay that could be fun i can learn some things about some basic video editing or stuff like that yeah. and let's try it out yeah. but apparently i fucked it up so do you know why they, they don't like it. Uh, I'm assuming that. Uh, well, I I kind of figured that out now. Actually, what's interesting is that the uh, well, as I like to say, the reason why they don't like the music is because my voice is sweeter than music. That's I, I I sort of uh, yeah maybe. <laughs> maybe because you know like um, um, the reason why uh, the Indian food and Chinese food has so much spice in it is because the food itself is not good. Uh huh. If you, if, you, if you taste Japanese food, it's like almost raw, right? <laughs> it's almost raw. So you're saying that because because uh, uh, so you're, I, you're the fish. I don't need spice. Is that what you're telling me? If you are fresh, if you are, if you have if you have good food, <laughs> <laughs> you just need, need a little bit. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You just need a little okay, bit of okay. soy yeah. sauce. <laughs> Thank you so much. I feel very flattered right now. We were going to talk about you, and here you are talking to talking about me. But you know, I love talking about myself, so that's that's okay. But enough about that. I I would like to ask you just. Dude, can you tell me a little bit? Because uh, I, you know, I've been working with you for quite some time, and I know that you are a really, really good developer. But I would like to hear, like, when did you start programming? Like, oh. wh when did it start? Like, how old were you, and yeah. like, how did it start? So I, I really would like to tell you that I started uh, programming at nine. In ni at nine, right? That's <laughs> what everybody, everybody wants to be. Oh, I was. Yeah, a, I was just out of my mother, and the first word out of my mouth was binary. <laughs> That's the first thing I said. My first word, binary. Yes. Sorry. And my father sent me a computer and stuff, and I yes. just uh, you know went along from there. But the, the re reality is that I, um, before I even went to the college, I didn't have a computer. So um, actually, when I uh, went to college, it was the year of two thousand. Did you and you d you studied in China, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so that was at the peak of the internet bubble. 
but I didn't know that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like when we picked the major, uh, it was very interesting. Uh, people. What was your major? Computer stuff. Computer science. Computer stuff. Computer science. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So people told me that wow, you can, you, you know, this computer thing. If you study that, you can you know, have zero problem finding a job. Because at that time it was like the bubble, right? right. <laughs> um, so that's that's uh, why I ended up studying that. Mm -hmm. um, so you started studying computer science and more because of financial security rather than it was something that was a passion. Not even financial security. It's like you can have a job very easily. It's not about how much it's paid. It's just just to see security. You can get a job. Yeah, there's no, no problem having a job. I can completely relate to, relate to that because that's like that's the reason why I picked Java as my focus when I was studying. Not yep. because I thought Java was, you know, the best job in the world. It was or the best language in the world. It was more about it's a universal language. I know that a lot of companies use Java, so it's a good investment. Yep. But you, for so so you started so you started going into computer science and then you took I did you take a bachelor's or a master's or yeah I I take the bachelor in China. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> during which I kind of uh, yeah I never sort of developed some kind of a passion when I was in the, the college okay about computer stuff um, were you more focused on other stuff yeah like we want to study abroad <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah yeah spent a lot of time. so both you and Jeff like yeah. he he said the same thing I want I, all I know is that I want to go abroad and like do something yes so that that's so I spent a lot of time on English and stuff like that and. Yeah, because your English skill is really, really good. N not, not before I came to Sweden. So w when I c first came to Sweden, I, I remember the first time I, we did a lab. We have to have a, a partner and stuff. Yeah. So I don't know how to. Uh, so you studied here as here as well. Yes. Okay. So um, uh, master. Okay, so you took ma masters master here. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, I I don't know how to, uh, express myself <laughs> like uh, properly. So, I actually wrote down what I wanted to say in the paper, and <laughs> it was like. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, what what we learned. Uh, in China was all for the exams and stuff. Okay. Like you can pass um, all the exams that yeah. you need to pass to, you know, study abroad and stuff. But when it comes to verbal, it's kind of you know. Yeah, when you do it live, yeah. when you're actually using it. Yeah. But that's I mean, that's always a problem I think with language learning in schools and stuff like that. It's very, our our education system is very good at tests yeah. and very good at trying people on like just something that you can declare true or false or this is the correct answer like mathematics etc etc yep. but when it comes to language it's much more organic it's much harder to to you can't le really learn a language by just reading the book you no. have to actually talk it's to like people. swim yeah exactly <laughs> you throw people in and then, then they're trying to survive right yeah but i do remember like um it's still like very close to the internet bubble but i do remember um like talking to my classmates yeah. about like uh, software, like conquering the world and stuff, you know. Yep. Um, and I remember a very vividly uh, like a moment where we sort of walk on some kind of a, like a bridge over the streets type of thing, you know. Yep. Like, and then we were, we were talking like, wow, there's so much like logic in the software. Yep. And there, as the software is going to eat a world, all those you know builders of this software is so, sort of like the lawmaker to some extent yep. because there's so much vacuum and stuff and uh, so at that time i felt that it was kind of cool to um to be part of this industry but i never had the confidence to because i i wasn't th th like joe who is kind of interested in this technology stuff and it feels like his mind is like 
well suited for this yeah. type of stuff, engineering stuff. But that time I. But he did start when he was like a, sm a small kid. He yes. has his, had his first computer. Exactly. Yeah. So I never sort of a. Dude, I'm like you, dude. Like, give me a high five. We don't have. You don't have to be a fucking super whiskey. It's, it's not. It's not my, my dream. No, exactly. Like, like there are people who start programming in their twenties as well, which is like it's perfectly fine. We don't all have to be like you. We don't have to be like super whiskey kids from from like six years old. Like I. When I was that age, I was learning how to ride a bicycle and stuff like that. I, I was not computer programming. I <laughs> yeah. But I guess... So I, I guess I didn't have the confidence. Um, but the, 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 first, the first time I felt that I have some kind of a confidence was... Uh, what was the, why, why did you lack the confidence to try to be a programmer? What was, did, did you feel like you lacked the confidence to program or...? No, it's, it's just that I don't know if I can do this. Exactly, uh, yeah. you, and uh, you were unsure if you were smart enough, or you were unsure I'm, if it was I'm, too it's hard. Suitable for me, like I guess some people are more on the side of you know, like in the spectrum of ration, ration, rational and like emotional. emotional. Yeah, like I, I, I don't know where I blunt like, because uh, I, you have a mix of both. You're emotional and rational. Uh, I guess over the years, the occupation definitely shaped. I mean, it's like your genetic stuff, mm -hmm. your education, your work yep. shape your personality i guess I mean, i've yep. been doing this for a long time so so it definitely shapes me a little bit but at that time i didn't know <laughs> like if I'm, i can do this but uh um i can yeah. relate to you so much you, i i can't even describe it in words because it's i felt the exact same way i was interested in programming when i was a teenager yep. and i always was told like that like, you know you have to be super smart to be a programmer you have to like love mathematics there's a lot of complicated like, algorithms and stuff like that and I was super scared, so I didn't really, like I learned some basic HTML, CSS, like some front-end stuff back in the days, even though when this wasn't really something that, you know, it, I, w I didn't really know what I was doing. Yep. And then I finally came to that point where, okay, I can either now go down a path and become a teacher or something like that. And it's something that I'm absolutely passionate about in teaching, but I wasn't passionate about the subjects. I did like I, I wanted to teach people, but I don't want to teach a subject that I don't care about. Like <laughs> I could, in theory, become a math teacher or something like that, but that's not my passion. Yeah. So I thought, all right, let's fucking try this programming thing. Let's actually give it a try and like really, and uh, let's just crash and burn if it's too complicated, but li at least try it. Yeah. And I fucking loved it. And here today, I'm basically just living the dream every single day <laughs> <laughs> to me it is it really is that's excellent right yeah for me i, I was talking to my um, to my teammates the, just a few minutes ago and we were saying like uh her uh, anna's um, her her dad is a programmer as well he's been programming he's 65 now he's been programming his wow. entire life and he's awesome. still like he and he asked for as a, as a birthday present he asked to be left alone to work on a project when she said that, I felt like this man and I, we are two kindred spirits. I understand, <laughs> I understand this guy so much. Just leave me alone because I'm working on some really cool stuff over here and I need some time to just think it through, right? Yeah. It's a bit psycho, I know that. But the, and then we were saying, he was stating that, you know, if, you're, if your hobby is your job, then you never work a day in your life. Yes. But that doesn't have to be the case. Some people are like that and some people are more pragmatic. Yep. But so 
what made you decide? Okay, so you because you started out with the intention of learning computer science. You took your bachelor's in China, then you came to Sweden. Was that because of job prospects or things? No, it had nothing to do with job pro prospects. So, so you just wanted to go here to study. Yes. Okay. Cool. So I just want to get a degree and um, get my ass back to China, right? <laughs> like I plan to stay here for one half years. Okay. That's all. And now you've been here how long? I, um, for. No, like I, I mean, it's complicated. I went to some other countries as well, but okay. around ten years, maybe around fifteen years. So, so like a seemingly small plan that you made, you know, yeah, became might have a big <laughs> impact <laughs> on your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of, but uh, I actually worked a little bit before. Um, okay. So I um, before you took your masters. Yes. Okay. So I worked for like a year, and that's when I sort of built my confidence um, of. You know, maybe this is something that I can I can do. What did you do at your job? So, it was like a startup. It was like um, okay. So it was coding related. Like it was coding problem. related. Okay. It was it was like a um, you know at that time, um, people dreamed of uh, making smartphones. Mm -hmm. It was like uh, two thousand four. So there's no Android, no iPhone and stuff. Yep. But people dreamed of making smartphones, which, which looks like a you know computer, right? Yep. So there there are like many attempts. Uh, like Palm OS is one attempt. Yep. Not sure whether people <laughs> still remember that, <laughs> like a pa Palm Palm and you know like it's like a Palm computer. Yep. But um, um, so there's this guy, uh, like my boss at that time. He he came back from Silicon Valley mm -hmm. with some kind of investment to the city where where I went to college, yep. and he has ambition to build a Linux-based uh, <laughs> smartphone. Linux wow. Yeah. So, of course, that's super difficult, right? I mean, if, if you look back, most of the endeavors other than, other than Android and iOS failed. So they, but they, they recruited a bunch of people mm. um, trying to make this uh, work. Yep. In the end, they didn't make it work, but the company was acquired by Palm, Palm, Palm Source. So okay. Palm has a pretty good UI, so they try to build stuff on top of Linux, which was built by this team, basically. Okay. And so I was in that team, uh, and uh, we were making um, some software like uh, web web browser, not web browser, web browser. And uh, okay, what's the difference? The protocol is like uh, what do you call it? It's like uh, neutral, <laughs> neutralized. <laughs> like it's very uh, stupid version of. I mean, it's very. Uh, it's not very powerful, feature complete and stuff. Okay. It's designed for very uh, 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 not non-powerful, not very powerful uh, operating systems and okay. stuff. Um, and also the multimedia messaging, like if you send a picture uh, over your your uh, MMS, uh, sorry, like like mm -hmm. your messaging stuff. That's what we built. So, but at that time, it's, it's quite quite interesting because there's, there's not so many people. No, I mean, I mean, MMS, which is like uh, the that concept of sending a message, part of the text, wasn't real. Like, I don't remember the first one. They didn't have support for that. It was just yeah. pure text. Yes. So, you know, I, that was a big thing at that time. Yeah, exactly. It was a big thing, and this this is the thing, dude. Like, okay, yeah, sure. If you compare things by today's standards, then yeah, it might not be so cool. But we always have to remember that at the time. This was bleeding edge cutting stuff. Like yep. this, this was stuff that was kind of not invented. So you have to kind of figure out all these things. Of course, it's easy when you already figured it out. Yeah. But so you start. Yeah, I'm assuming that you did most of that programming in C or C plus plus. Yes, or? it's it mostly in C and it's in a very obscure platform. Okay. But the thing is that as a startup, they don't have 
too many resources. No, I have so like, as a fresh graduate, like. So how did you survive there? Is it because, like, did you get any mentorship or like? I mean, they're all like a very limited thing, but they basically throw you in the uh, water, like. Yeah. And see if survive. you can swim. Yeah. So basically, as a, I, I haven't even graduated from the college. <laughs> <laughs> No, no experience with sea, and then when they're at sea, and then uh, we have to talk to our clients because we are making MMS for all these vendors, we are OEM and stuff. Mm -hmm. So we don't have our brands; we're just making it for others. Yeah, like you, you, you have and to stuff. shift. Yeah, and then, and then we carry the phone to the Ministry of uh, Communication to get them certi certified and stuff. Like all these things, like a normal programmer wouldn't uh, even touch. No, they would never have to do this. Yeah. So, so. But that's the part of be that's the that's the thing about being a part of a startup. Like, you you are not enough people, so you have yeah. to do all this extra work that might not have gone. In. I mean, that's the thing, right? If you want to work in a stressful and dynamic and an interesting environment, usually a startup is a good fit for you. But then you also have to understand that you have to be flexible. You have to do more yeah. things, right? If you want to have just a coding job and get paid and stuff like that, then you might have to go and work for one of the really really big companies where you know. You sit at your desk, everything's prepared for you, you do that thing. But yep. it may not be so creatively stimulating, maybe. Yes, yes, yes. But so so that's what your were your first job. So you stayed with that company for how long? For like, uh, including uh, when I was studying in the college, it was like one and a half years. Okay. But that, that was basically where, where I built confidence that, mm -hmm. okay, maybe I can do this because, you know. But so you're saying to me that you were in a computer science curriculum Yep. Studying and taking a master's in computer science, and you were still worried that you didn't have what it takes to be. But I mean, the thing is that I, okay, for example, like I um, took some of the courses like compiler stuff oh, in China, oh, right? Right. And then I felt that I didn't learn anything. Like I, d I learned a bunch of uh, theory, I don't know, math stuff, you know, like uh, how do you deduce? <laughs> <laughs> but I you didn't have any practical experience. Yeah. If you ask me to do uh, anything regarding to compiler, after I mean before I came to Sweden also the thing is that I, when I was in Sweden I also took the same course yeah and uh, I think it's so much more practical you, you, you essentially need to make a compiler uh, after that so basically it has to do with the education itself with also with my own focus that I didn't focus uh, too much on my major and stuff but and also like my like little bit of insecurity of myself so mm -hmm. it's like a combination of things that I feel I mean there are a lot of people who graduated from computer science that didn't end up in this industry and today you are probably the most uh, decorated and respected programmer at this company ah. yes you are and mm. you can be you can be humble if you want to but I can promise you there you are by far one of the most experienced people mm. in programming <laughs> we have. No, yeah, I know. You, you, I know. You're, it sounds horrible, and nobody wants to admit horrible. it, but that's, that's, <laughs> the, that's the way it is. Nobody's it's the most horrible thing that, that I heard today. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, sure as hell, it's not going to come running to me if something goes down in production. They're going to call you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. He's also extremely, extremely talented. But, okay, so... So you built up the confidence, which I think is, honestly to God, it's hilarious how an education system can, uh, you're studying to become a computer software developer and you still don't feel like you're confident enough to see, oh, can I actually do this? 
you step you and you first get that confidence when you actually get to apply your skills in an actual environment which i think is great because that's exactly in line with my personal belief system that practical knowledge and self-empowerment is more important than all the theory in the world because theory doesn't matter for shit if you can't use it for something and the uh, so so after that you finish your masters and then you take your first software engineering job or uh, after the master, yes. Yes. I, I, yeah. So what did you do then? So I was looking for jobs uh, in Sweden. Yeah. Were you living in Go- here in Gothenburg? In Gothenburg, yes. Oh, okay, cool. I was, I was kind of interested in... Then it's like Volvo Ericsson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was yeah. like Ericsson, but in Stockholm. In Stockholm, okay. So, so, they had the, so I, had, I think I got like uh, three offers at that time. Um, one of them is in Lund. It's like a, it, because I did mobile phone before. Mm-hmm. And uh, long, uh, long at that time, they built Sony Ericsson mobile phone, which yep. is like exactly what I did before. <laughs> 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 uh, okay, cool. <laughs> and, uh, and then Ericsson in Stockholm, they, they made an ex- extremely interesting pitch. They said that they want to build the uh, IPTV, which is like a TV over internet, a video over internet. Yep. Um, and they said they have an extremely good relationship with the, the, the tele- telecommunication companies and stuff, like Tree uh, or Teletele and stuff. Yep. Um, that they can make the high resolution, you know, HD Ooh. videos super nice and available for all the people and kill YouTube. I was like, wow, kill YouTube. YouTube. Shit, all right. This is something I don't want to do. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds nice. Like, let's let's join a big corporation and fight fight them over dominance of the video world. Yes. So that's why I moved my ass to Stockholm. But uh, at that time, it was like uh, they don't have they don't, they can't directly employ you. So they will they have this young engineer program mm-hmm. where you are indirectly you are hired hired by some consultancy company, yep. and then after one year or two, you get hired by Ericsson. That's yep. how it works. Yeah, it's a two step process, which is it's a it's very common. I had a question about that not that long ago where. Uh, they asked about why, why is it that some companies only hire consultants and it's very simple because big corporations such as Ericsson and so forth they calculate that it's cheaper and more efficient for them to not have to hire you as a full-time employee until you prove yourself or ideally if you can even stay on as a consultant as long as the project can be spun up and then torn down whenever because that gives them flexibility because a lot of the especially Volvo and Ericsson here in Gothenburg they had a lot they still have a lot of problems with people who have a within our social system we have this idea of a permanent residency which means that there it's basically impossible to fire you it's uh, we have several like uh, several companies that have this issue so they thought okay if we only hire consultants we get rid of that problem But so you started off as a so you moved to Stockholm and you started working for Ericsson yes. on this project, and how long did it take for them to give up on trying to kill YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> so after stayed there for half a year, I before they <laughs> they gave up, right? They gave up after no, six the, months. No, no, no. Before they gave up, I felt the you know I feel a bored. <laughs> it was I bored. was so bored. It, it was like, bored. Okay, you were bored. That's fine. I, I what, were you, what, 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 what you were? What? I, w- I was working on like functional testing and stuff. You were just doing testing. Yeah. Oh shit! But you d- then you did. So, so they so basically they asked whether you want to be a, what they call a software designer or tester and stuff. I was trying to be humble, right? You like, wait. Okay. You could be what? One you software design. Software designer is basically developer. Developer. Yeah, and then you ha- they have functional testers and system testers and stuff. Okay, so you did manual testing and functional testing. Okay, yeah. So I was like. Okay. So that's a QA. That's, that's a, a QA. Yes. Yeah, it's a QA. So yeah. I was like, hmm. 
So I'm, I'm you who with. have fucking done <laughs> Oh my god, dude. Oh my god. Oh, what the fuck? Are you serious? You you are master. Uh, you have taken a master's in computer science. You have worked as a programmer. And the first thing you when you get the, the question, should I be a QA or a, or a software developer? Yeah, because I, I looked up those companies. I thought this was like 500, you know. This massive company. Yeah, it is. But so that doesn't mean that the, all the people working in there are super geniuses. You know, I, I was young and stupid, so I yeah, didn't know. But that's that's okay. I, everybody's young and stupid. Like, that's the whole reason why I took so long to get into this profession. Because I really did think that I was dumber <laughs> than every single other person. And now I realize that I'm just dumber than most of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, so But after half a year, I, I clearly realized that... Uh, uh, I mean, I... I don't belong to that group because okay. they, they, I mean, they, they are like 20 years older than me and also they're not really, I don't think they are interested in technology. So I Testing, the testers, yeah. In te technology in general. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I was kind of like, I was trying to do a bunch of stuff for them, like for example, like uh, making all those uh, testing automation tools for them. Oh shit, dude. Oh, I can't, uh, dude. Don't tell me. Yeah, I, 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 can, I know this story. I've heard it a million times and I've been there. So let me guess. You are the young upstart trying to improve things and you want to make things better and more efficient and you're working with people who don't give a shit. Uh, kind of. Yes, but the, kind but of. People, some people do give a shit. Actually, yeah, of they, course. They make some documentation about it. But I mean, I, uh, in the end, I really, really feel I should leave, right? Yeah. But the problem is that at that time, it was like an economic crisis of 2019. <laughs> So they don't have headcounts in Ericsson and it's impossible to find any job in, in Sweden because it was like every single company just they cut shut their headcount. Yeah, they yep. shut down basically. So I I was like kind of desk because I feel that my future will be, you know, uh, gone if I stay here. Right. So I was really burning inside. Yep. So I basically was kind of desperate to find a job uh, mm -hmm. as um, something that I feel I can uh, develop a little bit. Yeah. So I was looking around even outside Sweden including Ireland, right? So Ireland? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I found a job in Ireland. That's why I moved to Ireland. Okay. Because I was so burning, like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the, 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 the fucking hell, I can imagine. if Because that's, like, what you're describing to me is, like, the whole reason why I, I wanted to start working. I, that was the one commitment that I really made to myself when I was a kid. Honest to God, I, if I didn't know any better, I could have sworn that my dad planned out that entire thing. Because I got a summer internship at, uh, working for him in his factory, right? Yep. And the only thing, I, like I was 12, 13, something like that. The only thing I was allowed to do was to stand at a desk or like a basically a, a table and draw out plastic and cut it with a knife for eight hours every day of summer. Wow. Yeah. It's cool. so, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm not gonna go that down that route, but yes, that was pretty much the whole job, right? Yep. And I, to this day, I can still remember how bored I was and yep. how much I realized that I have to do more with my life than this. I have to do something that makes me feel because I usually do this thing and I, I don't know if you can relate but I measure how fun I have at work or how engaged I am in the work that I do by how many times I w look at the clock in a day if I check the clock more than five times in a day <laughs> that that means that I'm free the time is not flowing enough I'm not stimulated because if I can wait and shake oh is it time to go home is it time to go home is it time to go home yep. then I shouldn't be here yep. so 
trust me when I say this, I truly understand that sensation of this is like, th th it's damaging my emotional <laughs> state. <laughs> but so you went to Ireland, who did you work for then? Like, what did you do then? Uh, IBM. Uh, IBM, so oh, there. big name. It's still, I mean, it's not like I chose them. It's just like they are the only one who Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, do you know what the rule is when you do a really, make a really cool move in pool? If you like shoot it off the wall and it hit, hits all the balls, yep. you just pretend like that was what you were intending to do. Okay. So, yep. So they did hired I, me, IBM. Did, did, yep. I, did, I, did I just say something stupid? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude. Okay, so IBM, did you, was that web development or did no, you? No, it's, um, it's, uh, since I had a background in C at the time, so yep. they, they, uh, they, they have, they want DB2, like, what they call kernel developer, but it's like uh, basically someone who develops D DB2. Yeah. DB2 is written in C, uh, a little bit of C++, but uh, yeah, so my background, uh, at least as a you know, graduate, I market myself as a graduate. So yeah. <laughs> and to, kind of to anyone who might be <laughs> listening in on this conversation, this is the shit I've been telling you. The first job is the thing that might set the whole fucking future for you. Oh, you learned a little bit of C one time, and now it's like from that point on, that's what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So, um, so I, I'm, I still, at that time, I still didn't really have the still have don't have the passion i i know i can do this yeah i'm, I'm i think so you have I'm the confidence but not the passion yeah i have i think i'm a at least the average developer at the time i yes i don't spend any time working on software stuff after work yeah it's just uh, a job it's just a job yep. basically and and i enjoyed my time in ireland I drunk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, stereotypes. You know they're all it true, right? You know they're all true, right? It's stereotypes. It's all true. It's all yeah, true. they're all true. All of them. It's all true. I've um, seen you do math. I know that you're very good at math. <laughs> <laughs> but it, this is really a, a good stereotype. Yes, it's true. <laughs> so yes. yeah, I had uh, some nice time there. Yeah. But then um, the reason why we moved back to Sweden is because my so. Well, so we, um, yeah, my wife um, at that time um, was my girlfriend. We, she start, um, worked in SKF in Gothenburg. Mm -hmm. They have this international program where she has to work here for two years and three years in, in China. Yeah. And um, our plan was that I, I went to Ireland for two years and then we all move our asses to China, right? Okay. And uh, unfortunately, at that time, the price of the property just skyrocketed. In China? Yeah. I was like, what the, you know, like I went there and I look at the apartment. It was like, it's like you, you live like ants, like in this super high, I don't know, clearly stories building, you live like uh, ants, right? Yeah. And then I went to Stockholm to visit one of my friends. I was like, wow, same amount of money. You live like a, you know, a proper guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So same amount of money, still super high price, but you get more space. More space and you know, all the environment, uh, you know, like all, all these things. I was like, yeah, why can't we just move to Sweden? And yeah, so 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 we talked about it, and then the the, the conclusion is that maybe I should find a job here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why I moved here after yep. three years. Yeah. So three years in Ireland, and then you moved here again. Yeah. And this is where, like, this is where you started your last job, or no? It's, it was in Stockholm. Uh, Stockholm as well. Klarna. Yeah, Klarna. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I remember because yeah. we were talking about that when I when I started working here because I was uh, I was interviewing with them and stuff like that, and then they mentioned that you used to work for Klarna. 
Yes. And you were one of the first 30, right? Or first 50? Engin engineers, yes. Yes. Yeah. But um, um, they um, they use a very obscure language called Erlang. Erlang? No, Erlang. obscure <laughs> language, <laughs> my friend. Which uh, I like because I don't, you know, like, if, if uh, it's like... Uh, You're into the weird stuff. Weird stuff. No, it's not because I like weird stuff. It's like, if it's weird stuff, then most people don't have experience. Yes. Oh, <laughs> that, yes, that's really good. There's no competition. No competition. It's like everybody has the same level in Grom. Yeah. Just compete with the raw stupidity. <laughs> yes, this is true. I've never thought about that. I, I choose to, I should, I picked the wrong fucking language, dude. I was trying to give, I was so convinced that if I master JavaScript, I will be one of those guys who doesn't complain about it. That was my goal. And I have so many competitors, like everybody knows JavaScript. <laughs> and luckily we all suck at it as well. So, I mean, no, no. it doesn't you are, you, are, you are one of the greatest, right? <laughs> no, I, I, I like to think that I suck just as hard as the next guy. <laughs> I just pick, I, uh, you know, you kind of just commit stuff and hope that it works. That's what it is. <laughs> and if you ever try to to, to like you have to refactor a lot of stuff like a big change or something you just pray you pray to like you sl you slaughter a goat and pray to the programming gods that they will not break production for you okay so you that, have to sacrifice yes you have to sacrifice it's the same with the demo gods you know technical demos you always have to pray really hard to make sure that everything goes right so you don't have to embarrass you don't embarrass the whole company in front of like investors <laughs> and stuff like that and it's the same thing with uh, with the with the JavaScript gods. If you refactor a big JavaScript project, shit can hit the fan quickly. Yes. But I can imagine. But so Erlang, great language. Elixir is built on top of the underlying Beam, I think it's called, yep. and so forth. I, I mean, the language is absolutely. I mean, I, I never kind of like the syntax, and but I, I feel the same way about Objective C. I don't really like the syntax, but at the same time, you have to remember that these two languages were developed by like a single company for like their products, right? It wasn't designed necessarily to be like a standard widely adopted thing. Yep. But I know that Klarna, since then, they have they ha they are using Spring now, and they're using JavaScript and so forth. So they have like moved from they it. Moved but away. Yes. Yeah, but you so you were there working for them for how many years? Three years, more than three, three years. years. Yeah, and yeah. uh, but you and you did you you actually got some stock options and stuff as as well, yeah. and then you moved here to Gothenburg. What what, what made you want to change from Klarna? Because that's like. I don't know how many, I made one video or something like that about when I was interviewing for them. And I mean, I got the job, but I still, I wanted to come here instead because yeah. I mean, it's in Gothenburg and I live in Gothenburg and yeah. it's a nice company, right? Yeah. But everybody wants to know how they should get through the Klarna interviewing process, all of them. So why did you decide to leave? Uh, because uh, family reasons. Family reasons. My, my, my wife uh, works in Gothenburg. Oh, so you, okay. So she didn't move with you to Stockholm. The thing is that we, when I uh, got a job in Stockholm, um, it wasn't clear if she could get a job here. So, but then when but I got when a job, when, what, where was she? She was working. She was in China at the time. At but the time. Then, but then she got a because she she works for uh, SKF all all the time. Mm -hmm. So um, she got internal transfer to to Gothenburg. Ah, okay. And I was uh, we, then we were in a very awkward situation. Because she went to yeah, so because she she might have to quit her job or you have to quit your yeah. job. Yeah. And in Sweden, there's this very strange um, regulation uh, which says that you can't change the job the first two years uh, when you get the work permit. Otherwise, you have to reapply and stuff. Uh -huh, for immigrants. 
uh, for yeah for, yeah, for, for foreign whoever workers. wants to work here yeah okay yeah, foreign and, workers. and, and yeah. then the second two years is okay and oh, then okay. after four years you get permanent residence then you can do whatever you want basically uh -huh, okay so, so that's why i stayed um two years first and then the and then i said i want to leave and then Ghana was kind of like uh, very nice so they said uh, yeah what about we try to find a job for your life? <laughs> Use our HR, right? Yeah. And then they did a bunch of stuff. So that's why I. S then they. They had a really nice HR department. Like you, yeah. when I talked to them, like they seemed to be very like human, like focused on humans. And like they told me the first thing was like, oh, we already have a relocation plan, and like we have apartments and like stuff like that. So they really go for the international hires. Yes. Um, yeah, but th th that's why I stayed another one year. Okay, at Klarna. Yeah. And, and during that time, you they were looking for a job for your wife, or yeah, they were looking uh, for, and also they paid for the apartment and the train tickets, going back and forth. Because I, I I said it doesn't even make economic sense, right? Because like a train ticket is so super expensive. Yeah, especially on Friday and Monday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. So basically. So um, you were commuting to Gothenburg. Every week. Every week. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but. Then, uh, and that's like a trip of sorry, it's a trip of is it like six hours? Um, no, it's actually two. Two. Well, okay, so you were on the nice train then, because I, I remember. I mean, it's like two days. <laughs> I don't want to spend one day. In the <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you had the nice train. So I'm so sorry that I don't I can't afford the luxury <laughs> suite on the bullet train. I'm sorry, <laughs> it's not a bullet train, but it's a very fast train, the X2000 or whatever yep. it's called. Yep. Um, you know, we working regular normal class people, we have to just <laughs> oh, take, a, on, take a car or a normal dude. train, and then it takes eight hours or six hours or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a rich dude, come on. Oh no, no, I am just, just uh, no. I'm sorry. I just, you know, I'm just a programmer and a humble programmer. I don't, I can't afford that sort of cost. Okay, so is this a competition of humbleness now? Yes, it is. It is a competition of humbleness. I'm trying to get you to understand how great you are, and you don't, you won't let me. <laughs> So, after like, so you stayed another year, and then you started working here in Gothenburg because they, because they couldn't find a job or like uh, yeah because because um, it was tough. She worked in a manufacturing company, right? Yes, and uh, it was not many. SKF is yeah, it's a very big company. Yeah, so they, they don't have any um, manufacturing companies in Stockholm. No, only, only one like no. uh, Scandia. There's a there's a very loving saying. Where there's a you may know this that Gothenburg and in Stockholm they kind of rival each other. Like the Stockholm in Stockholm they say, oh, we're the office and manufacturing is Gothenburg. Yep. That's about it. Yes. Yes. So working class stiffs down here <laughs> in Gothenburg and all the posh people with all their fancy watches and headsets and stuff like that up in Stockholm. Yes. Yes. That's how that's how people like to 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 think about it. Yeah. Stereotypes. <laughs> yes, and they're all true. Fancy people like you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> No, 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 no. You look at me. I'm wearing like a worn down Copperbergs. Uh, this is like as blue collar as it fucking gets, dude. I'm, I'm going, you know, uh, there's nothing fancy about okay, me. If, if you keep saying this, I'm going to bring up the uh, Japanese food. Uh, all right, all right. Okay, sure. Okay, we'll, we'll just ag let's agree that we're both very humble people. <laughs> we're good-looking humble people. Let's call it, let's 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 end on that. Yeah. So then you find like it's hard to get a job, and you finally realize that okay, you want to go to Gothenburg, and this is where you start working in this consultancy that you have before this job. It's not a consultancy. It was like a product company. A that, product company. Yeah, okay. That, that um, specialized in analyzing uh, contracts to find to find the clauses. Uh, in law 
Yeah. For example, like what is the to exploit? Yeah, to to uh, help. Like imagine you ha you are you are an uh, extremely big company which has hundreds and thousands of contracts. Yes. Which one is expire soon? Like nobody knows. Yes. Like which one has uh, the, the There's so much data that you have to figure out. You you have to automate the yeah. process of finding flaws or finding expiration yeah. dates. What what's affected by Brexit? Yeah. What do you want? What 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 happens if you want to do a merger and? Uh, that sounds split? like a pretty cool project. Yeah, it's a it's. I mean, they are the first company that does this, so they are, they sold products to Google, like a search engine product to Google. Yeah. So imagine that. Imagine Microsoft, that. Salesforce. Well, I I keep on saying to people like Google <laughs> has a few, Google has a very a few a very nice product portfolio and so forth, but Google is not where Google is just because they are just better at everybody than everybody else at yeah. programming. Mm -hmm. They have a search engine that controls the world, yeah. so that's a pretty good revenue stream. And then you can buy services from companies that also have talented developers. Yep. Yes. And so. You were doing like because you start, but you started doing your web development work at Klarna with Erlang, or uh, yes, yes. It's not web development. It's like uh, there's no web. It's just API. Okay, so but or like okay, let's say traditional web application type of work. It's yeah, a network based application of yep. some sort. Okay, you're not a front end developer. We all, I know that you don't. You have committed code to the front end project, and that's you know that's that's <laughs> what it is. I'm not saying that you're a full stack developer. I'm just saying that you had done some web work, right? So you went from basically system levels development or mostly working in C, and then you worked, uh, and then you went, went to Erlang, and now in this company, what are they? What, 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 uh, what so I they? went there because they use Scala. They use Scala. Yeah. So you you started working at that company because of Scala. Yes. Because, oh. Because I I want to. Um, Big feather in the hat for a company because <laughs> this is the thing, right? Usually. As someone like yourself, as you were even saying that you're not that passionate, uh, and then you're actually going to a specific company because of a specific language. Yeah. So okay. So we're talking about passion. Uh, in Klarna, it was like the first time I feel that wow, I'm in the midst of this um, hoopla, right? <laughs> like it's a lot of uh, you know stuff going on. There's like a lot of uh, uh, cool people. Yeah. Like for example, like uh, when it comes to Erlang, there's like a lot of, lot of uh, People who actually designed the language and uh, designed the libraries, who made the unit testing framework and yep. documentation framework. Those so people, they brought the, they recruited them from uh, Ericsson. They they were there in the very beginning actually. So yeah. they, some of them even wrote the first version. Because well. some people may not know that Ericsson actually developed Erlang. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. a lot of them worked for Ericsson before. Yeah. Um, so 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 I think I got some kind of uh, interest from uh, like at that time, but still not passionate. Yeah. But I kind of like uh, feel that I'm more interested in this because because like it's growing you, your interest. Yeah, like you exposed to C, exposed to some kind of a functional language, Erlang, yep. and exposed to uh, some weird database, React, like versus DB2. They're all different, totally different, uh, uh, like on the very opposite di uh, spectrum of the same technology. Yep. And then you sort of started to kind of try to get exposed to this kind of a you know trade-offs and stuff and then you yeah that, that's where it uh, sort of grows a little bit yeah but then I move here um, uh, I was like okay um, early is functional I want to work with functional language. I don't want to work with Java that's for sure <laughs> so, <laughs> so, 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 so but you never work with Java so why I do you worked in uh, like in, in the last company yeah they most of the most of the stuff are in Java yeah and but uh, they use Scala they use Scala for the projects that I was involved ah, okay, in. Okay, but and most of Ericsson, them they use Java too. Okay, okay. G two E. 
<laughs> yes, yes, the Enterprise Edition. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then, um, yeah. So I think I grow some kind of passion when I worked for the my last company. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of I liked Scala at the time, and also I was I think the the passion grow grows when I sort of uh, try to. Work on my own projects. Mm -hmm. Like I was uh, working and with you, my. And you didn't do that before, you because I didn't never no. did my side projects. No. So, we were trying to make a product. Uh, like actually, in the past, before I joined this company, yep. uh, during the three years, we uh, worked on two products. Uh, one is some kind of a crowdsourcing T-shirt thing, which is written in JavaScript. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like a Ming, what do you call it? Like I can't remember the terminology. Like a Ming stack. Mongo, Means Angular, like, yeah, MongoDB, uh, what is it? Express, yes. and Angular and Node. Yes, I think. Yeah. So we did the everything in JavaScript. That was uh, not very successful. And the second one, I'm not sure whether I can tell, but uh, it wasn't. It was not because of JavaScript, right? It was. It was partly because. It was part <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it's the failure of that product was partly to blame on JavaScript. It's a it's a it's a classic story. Everybody <laughs> has that story. Everybody knows yep. their startup would have gone so much better if they didn't have JavaScript. No, we know just this. kidding. JavaScript we, is beautiful. Oh yes, it's absolutely as beautiful as you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I don't know how. I uh, I feel like you have grossly misrepresented JavaScript. <laughs> and I feel like JavaScript deserves more than that. Company. No, no, no. I think I sort of uh, overrepresented the JavaScript. <laughs> oh, oh my. I do hope that the people at CC39 isn't watch, uh, listening to this. <laughs> they do great work. Yeah, but the, the second second one was in uh, Scala. So I, that, yes. that, that's why I sort of uh, uh, dig a little bit more in Scala. But what was it about Scala? It was because it was a functional language that made you interested? Because, I mean, there are other languages like Haskell and yep. so forth. So, first of all, it has an actor system. Yes. Which is um, pretty much it's, it's inspired by Erlang. So, I feel mm -hmm. that uh, I, I know it to some extent, even though I don't know the whole thing. No, but you know the concept. I know and the concept. Yeah, yeah, and that's half the battle, just understanding how something works. Because if you know it in one language, you can transfer some of that knowledge and say, oh, okay, it's sort of the same thing, but it works a little bit differently. Yep. And the uh, uh, Scala type system and stuff, uh, is, which is very different compared to Erlang, but we in Chalmers, we actually learned Haskell. Mm -hmm. So it was really... Chalmers, the university here in Gothenburg, is super big on Haskell. Like, yeah. it, there has tons of... Our, Marcus, our founder, is one of the most diehard functional programmers yeah. I know, and he did the same thing. Exactly. So so it doesn't feel strange, the types and stuff. So it's, it feels like a good thing. Yeah. And, I mean, there's no... no much other functional language jobs available in no. Gothenburg, so. <laughs> I would say just universally. I actually did a, for funsies the other other month or something like that. I made a, I just searched for Haskell jobs, Sweden. The only th reference that came up was our company and we don't even use Haskell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yes. But um, that, that, that's when I grow a little, little bit of a passion. I sort of try to organize the Scala meetups and stuff and yeah. uh, try to uh, meet Scala people. Yeah, and uh, that—that's yeah, that's and that's where you met Marcus. That's where I met Mar Marcus. Yeah, well. <laughs> and then um, after two 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 of the projects failed, I was kind of like a very low at that time. Your was, personal projects. Yeah, yeah. So I was extremely low at the time. Uh, also because the partner that I had, um, I had super high expectation uh, on him, and he didn't deliver. <laughs> oh. Um, so I was kind of. Was like, he a developer as well? No. 
He was a business person. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, basically, I was uh, because I was extremely over overworked. I was like. Uh, so you were doing this on top of the normal work. Yeah. This was just uh, okay. Yeah. So I I I basically uh, rarely uh, sleep before one or two two maybe. Yeah. So like. Um, so I was extremely well overworked, yeah. and then you, you get like uh, you know antagonized over anything, right? <laughs> yes, yes. You get angry over anything. Uh, but at that time, I kind of like all, when all the, all of this failed, I was like, what am I supposed to do with my life, right? Because I I feel that I don't uh, get motivated mm -hmm. when I go to work. Um, so that that's so that's why one of the reasons why I thought okay joining this company because at that time this company doesn't really have. I mean, I'm probably one of the first developers here. Yeah. Um, I uh, think you're number th two. Uh, three or th uh, two, two or three. No, 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 you're not number, number two. two. You're number three or four or something like that. Yeah. But that time, a lot of people left. So, like, Sebastian. Uh, your old job or this? No, Sebastian, for example, Sebastian wasn't here. So, when I was uh, in the office, it, w it was like. Yeah, because this was before we people. moved here. This was when we had the tiny office. Yeah. yeah. It was like five people or something. Yeah. So. And then I kind of want to. Uh, so my thinking at that time was that okay, I want to uh, go to these kind of companies. Yeah, a smaller company where I can get motivated, and also I want to, uh, yeah, have skin in the game. Basically, that's what what that's what I want wanted. So I uh, invested as well, yeah. and I, yeah, I did a bunch of stuff that that, that make me feel that. Uh, yeah, I want to get my passion to a level. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you want to you want to commit to something and I want feel. To commit to yeah. Something. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that's. Uh, I think that was uh, interesting because at that time it's it, uh, right now it feels like a little bit uh, less risk. Mm -hmm. but at that time it was very unclear th if this company for this company. Oh yes, absolutely. I mean, shit, dude. If it's five people working in a company, this was before all of the deals that we've signed yeah, and all, all no this deal. stuff. There was nothing like that. You were basically in the oh, we're gonna. Tr it was a beta stage. You were trying to figure out how we're gonna make money off of this thing yeah. because you there's no uh, there's no clear. That's like throw uh, jumping off a cliff. Yeah. That's how it that, is. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but uh, it, it was partly because I was kind of like partly because. Marcos, I knew he's a very good developer. That's that's. The no, I don't think anybody at this company is going to question that he's an amazing developer. Yeah. He, I think he's like, what is he? Like top six or something like that in Scala, the Scala community. Top commu three. Yeah, top three. <laughs> he's, he is, uh, uh, he is a little bit of a name in the Scala community. Yeah. So number one is because of him, and number two is because I was kind of de desperate. I was kind of low at that time. Yeah. So that's, you need that's to why. change. Yeah. Anyways. At the same time, uh, I also developed uh, a strong interest in uh, Bitcoin, right? In so Bitcoin. In the, past, in the past three years, it was kind of, I feel, I, I kind of feel rejuvenized because I'm fucking old, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it feels like... You're not old, dude. You're in your 30s. But the thing is that in the, in the past three years, working on this... Uh, you have more than half your life left. Dude. <laughs> just, just relax. <laughs> just relax. So, but... Um, Working in this company feels very, very rewarding. Yes. It turns out better than I expected. And also, I, I kind of uh, feel that I developed some passion on my side as well. Yeah. So it feels like... It uh, flows over. Yeah, it feels very... Uh, I feel my passion is back. Yeah. So my p passion is at the peak right now. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great.